بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. I want to start with a uh, a dua for Afghanistan. I think as uh, many of us have heard, there has been a devastating earthquake there, and over a thousand people have passed away. We ask Allah to forgive those who have passed away and to have mercy on them. And we ask Allah for anyone who may be injured from that. We ask Allah to heal them. And for the survivors, we ask Allah to protect them and to make things easy for them, their family members, for their loved ones moving forward. And for anyone who may have lost a loved one or who may have a loved one who's injured from that, we ask Allah to help them through this difficult time. Amin Rabbil Alameen. At the end of at the end of Surah Al-An'am, <clears throat> there's an ayah that's not too long in its length, but there's so much that can be reflected on when you look at what's mentioned in this ayah. Just by looking at what's mentioned, there's a lot of benefit that can be derived from it. And then when you reflect a little bit further in, in connection with the structure of the ayah, then that will only deepen the level of reflection of the person. In this ayah, Allah says, قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايِ وَمَمَاتِ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ It's not that long of an ayah, but the power that this ayah contains can be extremely pivotal for the person who approaches this ayah with a sincere heart. There are only four things mentioned in this ayah and there's a lot of benefit that we can take from what's mentioned out of all the different things out there, these four things specifically. And then there's even more benefit that we can derive from this ayah when we reflect on what's mentioned first, second, third, and fourth. Allah tells the Prophet ﷺ to say, Inna salati. There is no doubt my prayer, my sacrifice, my living, my dying, my life, and my death. So these are the four things, prayer, sacrifice, life, and death. There is no doubt, inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. Are for Allah, the Lord of the universe, the Lord of all creation. So when you look at the four things mentioned, there's a lot of benefit that we can derive just by looking at them. And then especially you look at what's mentioned first, second, third, fourth. The first thing that's mentioned is prayer. That's no coincidence. The first thing that's mentioned is prayer. And then sacrifice, and then life, and then death. And at the end, Lillahi Rabbil Alameen means sincerity. It's not praying just to pray, it's not sacrificing just to sacrifice, but the, the tail end of the ayah, it gives purpose to all four of these things. When a person is sincere for their Creator, when they're sincere, sincerely praying as best they can, for Allah and they're sincerely sacrificing and especially this is relevant especially because the hijjah is right around the corner and there, there's so much that can be taken so many lessons that can be taken and derived from the sacrifice of Prophet Ibrahim and his son Prophet Ismail it wasn't just one but it was actually both because in Surah Safat although the name isn't mentioned what is mentioned is Prophet Ibrahim he tells his son that he basically had this vision. It's very interesting. And look at the prophetic parenting that Prophet Ibrahim is embodying. 
Look at how he's navigating the situation. He goes and he mentions to his son that he, he had this vision. And for the prophets, that it's different than for us if we may have a dream or we may have a feeling, or for the prophets, it's different. It's very interesting. Look at his style of parenting. And it shows you why his son responded how he did. There must have been so much preparation before this from the side of the father to already have that strong and solid relationship with his son such that when there's this huge test and trial, both of them pass it together. The response is amazing. My beloved father, do what you've been commanded. SubhanAllah, it's amazing. And he's a young man at this point. So it's not like he's, you know, in his 50s and, and, and now, you know, the son is like this, you know, elderly, you know, wise man. He's still a young man. But look at look at the wisdom, look at the response. So the concept of sacrifice, when we think of that story, it's not just about the sacrifice in that specific story, although that's extremely important, no question. But the idea is for us to reflect as we approach the best 10 days of the year, what am I planning on sacrificing for the sake of Allah? Inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. What am I going to try to sacrifice? If someone, say your average teenager, a lot of the time, realistically speaking, maybe not when mom and dad are around, generally speaking, a lot of the time, there may be certain vocabulary terms that a person probably shouldn't use. So around mom and dad, they may not talk like that, but around everyone else, online, in person, whatever, the mouth of a sailor, as the saying goes. Just as an example, are you willing to sacrifice that habit just during these 10 days? Why do I mention that? Don't think about, don't look at after those 10 days, because that can be overwhelming. Oh my God, am I going to, am I supposed to change the next like 50 years of my life? I know that's too hard. And I say this word and that word all the time. It's just part of who I am and how I am and whatever. Just look at 10 days and ask yourself, can I do this? Whatever that sacrifice may be, this is just an example can I sacrifice those four-letter words during these 10 days? Just look at those 10 days. Don't overwhelm yourself. We're not talking about 10 years or 10 decades, just 10 days. What are you, what are we willing to sacrifice within those 10 days for the sake of Allah? The four things to conclude that are mentioned, prayer, sacrifice, life and death for Allah. When a person connects with their prayer, when a person tries their best to sacrifice for the sake of Allah, Allah will give them Allah will give life to their life. People may be living, but they may not really be alive. Allah mentions in Surah An-Nahl, فَلَنُحِيَنَّهُ حَيَاتًا طَيِّبًا That's a person who, they're not just living, they're also alive. They're going in the right direction. They're leading a wholesome lifestyle. Allah will give life to their life. And then when it is time for them to die, when it is time for them to pass away, they've been preparing that whole time. That preparation comes to fruition, especially at the end of a person's life. The Prophet taught us that actions are judged by their endings. And we ask Allah for good endings. And if we want those good endings, then the two key action items that are mentioned, prayer 
and sacrifice. We ask Allah to accept our prayers. We ask Allah to accept our sacrifices. We ask Allah to help all of us to do what we can to make sacrifices for His sake during these 10 days as best we can. And we ask Allah to accept from all of us. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Azzati Amma Yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-Mursin. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.